Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Rated mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. I love this Rakuten app. Look at that. I open the app, find the store that I want to use, start buying, and gets me tons of cash back. I just got paid to shop. My favorite thing about Rakuten is just getting money back in the mail. I mean, who wouldn't want cash back? Sign up today and get cash back with Rakuten. Welcome to the Patriot Brief, a Patriot Angle podcast. Alright folks, welcome to another edition of the Patriot Brief. Today we're talking about um, just something, something, something uh, very sensitive. Uh, not only on the show here of the Patriot Angle podcast, uh, but uh, I want to get into uh, a, a lot of sensitive topics here on the show. Uh, we're, fa- folks, we are uh, basically entering a uh, a totalitarian uh, a state of mind, uh, so to speak, an age, a brand new uh, age of a uh, of. Uh, of a society, a lot of people are coming to call it a new generation here in America. We are we are suffering from literally uh, liberalism, socialism, and just downright uh, chaos from the far left. Now, I, I want to get into um, uh, what's been going on now in the in the country uh, since the uh, pipeline has been uh, they're calling it so-called hacked. Uh, basically not operating right. Uh, um, when will it happen? We don't know. Um, but the gas shortage here in 2021 uh, is is basically affecting every state in the country. A critical gas line to the East Coast is, yeah, ping on that one, is, uh, is basically uh, slowly by slowly um, reopening. Uh, after a ransomware attack shut it down, according according uh, to uh, CNET, uh, and caused a supply crunch. Um, a major, uh, you know, basically, what's going on, folks, is it's major. Uh, no, no doubt about it. A lot of people are blaming it on ransomware attack, uh, cyber attack. Cyber attacks are very real. Uh, we don't know what went on. But all of a sudden, uh, the Colonial Pipeline Company says uh, it will take several days for the product delivery uh, supply chain to return to normal, uh, Colonial said. And an update posted to its website on Wednesday. Some markets served by the Colonial Pipeline may experience uh, service interruptions during the uh, startup period. So, folks, uh, you know... uh, 
has this been affecting uh, the country? Mainly the East Coast. Mainly the East Coast because this pipeline runs towards the East Coast. Uh, not only does it help the um, uh, the fuel trucks to stay off the road, which are uh, very dangerous in my own personal opinion, but it also speeds up the process of getting this fuel uh to local plants and uh, distributing to uh, local gas stations in, in the area. So, you know, uh, I have a lot of a lot of uh, opinions on it. I don't want to get into it. Um, I just want to keep this short, uh, hence the uh, show, The Patriot Brief. Um, also here, also folks in the news, President Joe Biden issued a executive order on Wednesday aimed at strengthening U.S. cybersecurity. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. The wide-range action includes the creation of a cyber safety review board that will convene after major incidents. Majors of the Defense and Justice Departments, several security agencies, and private sector specialists uh, will be on board, according to the uh, president. Uh, the FBI blamed the attack on the group called Dark Side. Uh, Colonial isn't planning to pay uh, the ransom. Uh, so basically, this is a cyber attack coming out of uh, some kind of group called Dark Side. Uh, first for me, I'm just hearing it right now here. I'm reading this article. Uh, here's what we need to know about the hack. Okay, what happened? The Colonial Pipeline was hit with a ransomware attack. Bloomberg reported that the hackers began their attack on Thursday by stealing up to 100 gigabytes of data as part of a double extortion scheme. The scam, excuse me, the company shut some of its operations to prevent malicious software uh, from spreading. Folks, we don't know what the hell happened here. I want to plug in uh, a little soundbite here, basically of, uh, uh, you know, what's going to happen, maybe what's going to prevent this from happening ever again. Uh, Check this out, guys. Support for this podcast comes from Goldman Sachs. What do Goldman Sachs experts and leading thinkers have to say about trends shaping markets, industries, and the global economy? Stay informed with the latest insights from Goldman Sachs on the economic and market implications of COVID-19. Available on our podcasts at gs.com slash COVID-19 or any of your favorite podcast platforms. There's a run on gas stations on the East Coast as folks are panic buying fuel after reports that a cyber attack on Colonial Pipeline has shut down a key gas artery. So what's going on? I'm Roger Chang and this is your Daily Charge. Here with me to discuss the attack is Senior Editor Ray Hodge. Welcome, Ray. Hey, thanks for having me, Roger. Before we get to the panic over this potential gas shortage, and, and we want to say potential and hedge it, let's talk about the cyber attack. So what happened to Colonial Pipeline? Well, uh, uh, Colonial Pipeline, it basically it owns and operates this central gas pipeline that feeds the East Coast market. I mean, this thing is huge. It is uh, They claim it's the biggest in the U.S., and that's very well what might be true. Uh, they've got services at seven airports, 14 states, about uh, 5,500 miles, more than 100 million gallons of fuel per day. That company shut down that pipeline Friday after discovering uh, ransomware on its computer system. And just to go back to basics for our listeners, what exactly is a ransomware attack? Well, ransomware is basically exactly what it sounds like. Your computer system, your network, your data, basically it gets captured and held hostage by malicious actors until you pay the ransom for it. 
Uh, in the Colonial Pipeline case, hackers began their attack on Thursday and stole about 100 gigs of data as a part of a, a double extortion. All right, so basically what you hear is I just wanted to plug that right in here. Uh, basically, these attackers um, uh, basically stole our data from the, uh, uh, you know, the the Colonial Pipeline, which I'm told is the biggest pipeline here in the country. Um, folks, what we have to do is, in my own personal opinion, we have to um, uh, we have to heighten security for um, uh, for cyber attacks. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Are we seeing this from this president? No. Has the president spoke about the uh, pipeline and his recent um, his recent recent uh, speech to his six uh, governors? Yeah, he had a he had a basic, um, uh, I guess, a Zoom call or something uh, with these, <laughs> with these, um, with these governors, all mainly Democratic governors. Uh, but uh, you know, folks, we have to continue to to strengthen our country. We have to uh, not only uh, keep it strengthened, but folks, we have to continue. To keep this, uh, you know, uh, going. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. You know, as you can hear, I'm outside here. I've decided to take the um, the podcast outside. It's beautiful outside today. I got planes uh, flying over uh, the house here. I got birds chirping. It's a beautiful day. So, you know, I wanted to do something a little different here on the podcast. But, uh, you know, th- th- folks, this is, this is just idiocy at, at, at its best when will it end hell we don't know I mean you have the most craziest abnormal uh, presidential administration but like I said we're talking about this hack here today on the brief um, this colonial pipeline hack uh a lot of people are blaming it on uh, a uh, a group called Darkside, uh, some kind of hacking uh, uh, group. Uh, we don't know what what happened, folks. We don't. We do not know what happened. There's a lot of accusations, but not enough questions and answers to those questions. So I want to plug in this uh, soundbite here of um, uh, President Biden literally meets virtual. Uh, with a bipartisan group of governors, six governors, mainly Democrats. I think there was like one or two uh, Republicans in there, uh, mainly rhinos here. Check this out. Did not mention a damn thing about the pipeline hack. Check this out, guys. <laughs> I remember I met with the, pre, when I was vice president, they had me go down to spring training. And I, uh, and I, it was, it turned out it was the Yankees. And, uh, my head Secret Service agent, who now runs NBC's security, wore Red Sox socks, and he pulled up his his uh, his pants a little bit so everybody could see him. And when A. Rod gave me a bat, he would he told me he said he's not gonna let me put it in the car. <laughs> so, and I don't know. Hey, Mike, how are you? Good to see you, Spence. All of you. Good. Janet, how are things up in Maine? Great, Mr. President. I'm sorry. Am I muted? You're unmuted now. Hi, Tim. How are you? I know Minnesota's great, but it can't be as nice a weather as there is in Mexico now, is there? 
<laughs> anyway, you all are nice always, to take the time. Summer. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, I'm just waiting for them to tell me when we get going here since we're live streaming this. You're good. All right, folks, I'm going to fast forward here on this uh, this video here. I'm plugging in a soundbite uh, from yesterday's um, uh, White House virtual Zoom meeting here <laughs> with uh, Biden here with these, uh, uh, what is it, about eight? Excuse me, I thought it was six, but yeah, uh, eight, eight governors here, eight governors. Uh, he kept, I, I'm getting confused like Joe. He, I, I thought it was six, but... <laughs> I had to count the boxes here. There's there's eight there's eight screens, eight Zoom screens uh, for the for the uh, president. So he's speaking to eight governors, mainly Democrat. I think there's like like I said, one or two, maybe one or two uh, Republican governors in here. I'm gonna fast forward here, folks. You can listen to the president here, literally, uh, literally, uh, not talking about the uh, importance of this country that we you know we. Have a gas shortage now in the country, uh, among other crises here in the country, with the not only the gas line um, crisis, but we have a um, a humanitarian crisis at the southern border. Not talking about those key issues, but what is he talking about? Coronavirus vaccines. The whole damn Zoom call was nothing but uh, vaccines. I mean, folks, what is going on with our government? And, and, and listen in, listen in how, how he's influencing it and how these governors across the state, because Biden's like, what are you doing to uh, uh, to get people to get uh, more motivated to get a vaccine? Let, check this out. This is nuts. Now, uh, churches, hugging grandparents, quinceañeras, all of those things that we care about. We want people to understand that the vaccine is really the key to ending that. And, and that's one area where we could use some help from, uh, from the White House and others. And that is modeling what a fully vaccinated person can do. I, I, yeah. I like to say that you know, we have fully vaccinated people. We should start acting like it. And that's a big motivation to get the unvaccinated to, uh, to want to, uh, to get vaccinated. Now, next up, we, we focus on the who, and, and I think, Mr. President, this this may be the most important of all. Through our research, it became clear that people trust their family doctors, their local community leaders and church leaders, their family, friends, and neighbors a lot more than they trust government on this issue. Yeah, no kidding. Directly no kidding about that. Voices to empower oh, the, them. Governor, them I think that was governor of... Uh, vaccinations. What governor was that? I think that was the governor of uh, Minnesota that said that. Yeah. Yeah, he actually admitted people trust uh, uh, private uh, employers and, and family members and neighbors than they trust the government. Yeah. Can you believe? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that, Governor. <laughs> which which leads to the third. And, and, and the other governors have talked about this, so I won't take as much time. But the where is so important for this next phase and the next group of people now that we have enough vaccine for uh, for everyone. And so we these mobile pop-up clinics that we're talking about really matter. And, and when you partner with those, the who, the right voices in a community. So for example, in our Latino community, we're, we're, we're working with churches and pastors who will bring these mobile uh, pop-up clinics right to the church where people can go and get those vaccinations. We've opened a portal to any organization in our state, businesses, churches, nonprofits, uh, summer camps, anyone that wants a mobile vaccination clinic can request one. We go directly to them. Uh, that charge on prioritizing access, focusing in on ease and convenience, 
and addressing those structural barriers we begin to talk about, making sure people have the opportunity to get connected to vaccine without an appointment, making sure that there is paid time off for vaccination and any recovery time, and thinking about other things like transportation and providing that assistance. So in addition to making sure that everyone has yeah, transportation, lady. We have a gas shortage. How are people going to get to work? Uh, what's your answer on that one, Biden? What's your answer on that one, Biden? And these corrupted liberal governors here that, that are that are doing this Zoom call with the president. What's your answer on the gas shortage? Oh, is it now you have to come up with uh, some kind of other excuse, right? Oh, COVID didn't work. Everybody's not being brainwashed as much. So now we have to do some other type of pandemic. Let's create a gas shortage pandemic. Folks, this government is nuts. Literally nuts. They're lunatics. We have lunatics in in Washington. We really do. Telling you, folks, it's it's it, it, it's it's getting worse after worse. It, it's get it, it's 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 going to get much worse before it gets better. I, I can tell you that. Listen to more of this crap. This this is this is this is insane. Access to vaccination. We have to make sure they have access to the accurate information about vaccines from the people that they know, from the people that they trust. So making sure that everyone, that is every person, every community can benefit from the scientific discovery. We could all agree that's how we all together get to the other side of the pandemic. So just as I wrap, I wanna say, we know equity does not happen by default and it never has. So thank you for all you're doing for sustaining this commitment and of course, uh, for your leadership. Well, thank you very much. Uh, and now I wanna bring in uh, Governor Baker, Massachusetts and Governor uh, Lewis facilities uh and uh because i don't have automobiles uh, so uh, anyway i don't want to hold you up from the game here either charlie but you, you, you you've been doing a hell of a job across the board you really have hope that doesn't ruin your well, reputation coming from a democrat but but you're doing a hell of a job thank you very much thank you very much mr president and i'm going to also give jeff zeitz and his team a shout out for uh, all the work they've been doing to help us uh, help you the american people succeed in getting vaccinated uh, Massachusetts is uh, number two in the country. We have about 74% of our adult population that's gotten a first dose. My friends north of us in Vermont are to catch up to them. Um, but our program was basically mass vaccination sites did about a million shots, but we also had regional collaboratives with local boards of health and local providers in areas where um, we had a lot of geography between and among people. Um, we had tremendous participation from our healthcare community all the way from the, the hospital systems to the physician offices. And our community health centers were a big part of the show for us yeah. very early on. And uh, and with respect to equity, one of the places we started... I'm going to turn this garbage off. Why is he not explaining how the biggest pipeline in America was shut down by hackers or some kind of unknown source? Enough of the damn vaccine already. Enough of it. Folks, like I said, I wanted to keep this show quick and sweet. Turn this garbage. Turn it off. I don't want to hear it anymore. Turn it off. Folks, uh, you know, I want to keep this short and sweet. Um, you know, we, we have to get this country back. We have to get it back in the uh, midterms next year. We have to get uh, a better better leadership in this country, much better leadership. Uh, folks, it's, it's on you. 
It's on you, the American people. It, it's it's time to get to work. It's time to put the the 2022 uh, midterm elections to uh, uh, to test. We we need new leadership in Congress. We need a, a better leadership in the Senate. And with that being said, folks, uh, I want to close it out here. And thank you for always choosing to listen to the podcast. Thanks very much, guys. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Brief. An anchor platform.